Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Conspiracy Catch. This week, Jolie, it's been a couple weeks since we've had you on here, but how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. And you know what? After talking about Malaysia, the Malaysia flight with you, I thought you were crazy for the whole alien conspiracy. But now, I think after today, maybe I believe you a little more. Yeah, I have. I am a logical person. (laughs) (laughs) And the... I think the coolest part was last week is Andrew and I talked about New World Order. It's like New World Order almost connects to all of these conspiracies in a way. I was listening to that episode today. It was interesting. Right. It's You just don't know who did what, why. It's like, uh, you just don't know anything about it, right? <laughs> Literally. It's, it's like a, a weird secret and you can't like keep up with it. Right. So what Jolie and I are going to do today... It's not like the first two episodes we did. It's more like last week's, whether we believe Area 51 is hiding something or not, kind of like last week, do we believe in the New World Order or not? So we have a timeline from CNN.com. So if you don't like CNN, then then don't believe me because this is literally all I'm getting it off of. (laughs) I got it. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to talk about each event that's happened in Area 51 or something, you know, transpired inside. And then by the end of it, I think we're going to talk about aliens because you can't not talk about Area 51 and then not talk about aliens. So Aliens are the main subject. Right? Exactly. It always comes back to aliens. (laughs) Like a football game happens at Area 51. Nope, it's aliens. (laughs) It's aliens. It's always aliens. (laughs) So I'm going to get started with just first some facts. Um, First of all... Area 51 comes from map designation, and it was also previously referred as Paradise Ranch in order to make the facility sound more attractive to those who would be working there. Or is it because of the aliens? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to aliens at the end of the episode, Julie. No, but because but it's aliens. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to mention it every time now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Some other facts. In 1958, under public land order, the 38,400-acre land area was withdrawn from the public by U.S. Atomic Energy Commission. Whoa. It was the public? It was was, uh, withdrawn from the public, meaning you cannot just go there. That's a little sketchy. Yeah, like, just all of a sudden. Um, If you guys don't know where it's at, it's 120 miles northwest of Las Vegas. It is restricted to the public, has armed guards patrolling the perimeter, and it's impossible to enter the airspace above without permission from air traffic control. Imagine if you were just, like, you just ended up going the wrong way, and you ended up at Area 51. I would be terrified. You just see a missile coming towards your plane? (laughs) Yeah. Or even just, like, your car. You're just driving. I... I'm the kind of person that sometimes if I'm in a mood, I will just drive and listen to music to the middle of nowhere and then try to find my way back. I could not do that near Area 51. No. <laughs> I I don't even think, like, I'm terrified of, I'm not even terrified of what's inside. I'm terrified of the guards. <laughs> really? It's like, I'm convinced, honestly, whatever's inside is probably safer. Right, Exactly. Alright, so we're going to start looking at the timeline, we're going to discuss each event, give our opinions after each of these events. 
So we're going to start April 12th, 1955. Long, long time ago. Um, what's up? What a year. 1955. Yeah. What a year. What, what, what a year to start the conspiracy theory. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so a CIA officer who is Richard Bissell, who oversees the development of a U-2 plane, first sees the site that would become Area 51. And this is while on a aerial scouting mission. Um, and it, they said it would make an ideal site for testing the U-2 training pilots. And then the request from Atomic Energy Commission add the area to its real estate holdings in Nevada. So that's kind of weird. One guy started the development of Area 51 and it was used for U-2 training pilots. Yeah, something so... I, maybe not wholesome, but, like, compared to aliens. <laughs> <laughs> like, right now it's small, but then it grows bigger. Who knew that... Who knew? The guy in 1955 did not know in 2020 it would become the biggest meme. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving back to July 1955, the CIA begins using Area 51 to develop the high-altitude UT reconnaissance plane. Other aircrafts are also tested at the site later, including the Oxcart, which is a supersonic reconnaissance aircraft, and a stealth ground attack jet. It's so sciencey. My brain can't handle it. <laughs> so I guess I guess this is where you could first kind of start realizing is that they know this is going to be like a testing site, not only for like military things, but probably for other things. Yeah, they're like, maybe they're just practicing using it. What if Steve Jobs secretly worked there? That's how, I the, believe that's it. how this iPhone <laughs> showed up. The iPhone started. <laughs> <laughs> At 1955. <laughs> New conspiracy theory. Steve Jobs started his career at Area 51, and he's secretly an alien that escaped. Oh, is Steve Jobs even alive in 1955? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> um... Is it probably not? I mean, unless he is an alien. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> okay. I don't know, man. So moving to November 1959, a radar test facility is established at Area 51, meaning if anything comes near it, they're going to be able to detect it. Hmm. Does, I wonder if every military base has that, though, or is that just Area 51? Yeah, that would be something to look into. I'm I'm going to say if other military bases don't have anything like that, then I'm going to say something started sketchy in November 1959. Yeah. Or if it was like the first military base to get it. Yeah, that's it that was, could be true. That one. Here, let, let, me, let me see if I can look it up on my phone real quick. Do yeah, every... I mean... Sorry, go ahead. I feel like every military base would have it, because I remember when we talked in Malaysia the Malaysia episode, they had a radar that they saw the unidentified object on that they thought was the Malaysian flight. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you're definitely right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, nope. They, all, like... they all do have test facilities. Got it. So I guess it's not sketchy yet. <laughs> not yet. We'll get there. <laughs> Moving on to October 13th, 1961. The CIA's Deputy Director of Plans, 
Oh my gosh. Lemon Kirkpatrick writes that Area 51 appears to be extremely vulnerable in its present security provisions against unauthorized observation. So I'm guessing that people, maybe that's when it started becoming like an attraction to other people. And they're like, I wonder what's going on in there. And then people start driving by. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder if that's when like movies started popping up and popularizing it as like the alien facility. Right. So I guess maybe think of it this way. Like maybe Area 51 was supposed to be like very secretive from the rest of the world. And then all of a sudden like people started talking about it and then people drove by and they're like, well, crap, now that these people know we're going to need a security system. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. So maybe between 1959 and 1961, you know, there's there's already something sketchy and we haven't even got to the 2000s. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. Um. All right, moving on to December 22nd, 1961, the first A-12 arrives at Area 51, and I'm going to tell you right now, I know nothing about aviation. I'm just going to guess that's a very rare plane or something. Yeah, I have no idea. Okay, moving on to 1974. This did not give me an exact date. Skylab astronauts take photographs of Area 51. The images are reviewed by the National Photographic Inter... Oh my gosh, the National Photographic Interpretation Center and then removed the rolls of film and it's now stored in a vault. What? I think that's the sketchiest thing so far. Like, they're just photos. What are you hiding? That's... That is so odd. Yeah. Like, also, if if they didn't do it for other military bases... Right. Why is 51? That is so odd. Like, why, why? what was on that film that they needed to store in a vault? Yeah. Is it still in that vault? Do we know? It, it doesn't say here. Maybe it'll say in ne- the next few events, but I don't think it's been found. Or released. Imagine, oh, imagine being want- one of those astronauts. And then, like, you, like, you land your spaceship, and, like, the CIA just comes with you with guns. Give us the film. <laughs> Literally, oh my, you're just, like, you just got back from the space mission, and, like, you wanted to see your family. And they're, like, no. <laughs> you they just have to, like, sign something, too, to say, like, you can't say what you saw. Right? I wonder if those like, astronauts are still alive. I mean, yeah. I'm sure maybe at least one of them is. I hope so. That would be cool. I wish they gave names on the astronauts. That would be then we could look it up and see if they're still alive. I bet that's why though. Maybe they hid their names from the public. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah, they don't want people knowing. That's why there's no exact date. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's actually a very good point. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna go to August twenty sixth, nineteen seventy six, in a memo from the deputy director of Central Intelligence. It looks like the management of Area 51 is to be transferred from the CIA to Air, For- or Air Force by 1978. Interesting. So I think maybe that's when they're like, okay, this was supposed to be a CIA secret building. Everybody knows about it, so let's make it a military, bus- or military base. Yeah, like what it was intended for originally, probably. So that makes you wonder. It's like... Could they have already, like, stored aliens or something in the very, very beginning? 
But then they're like, well, now that people know about it, let's just keep the aliens here, but make it a military base so, like, nobody thinks anything of it. And then that we're, like, threaten- threatening to other people. Yeah. They really thought wrong. Everyone thinks there's aliens there still. <laughs> right. Um, and then May 13th, 1989, a reporter, George Knapp, interviews Bob Lazar, who exposes details about Area 51. Lazar claims to be working with oh my gosh, physicists? Yeah, trying to back-engineer a downed alien spacecraft. I believe it. That is insane. I, like, you cannot tell me that at no point in our human history aliens have not touched down on Earth. They have. They are here. (laughs) But why would you engineer a downed alien? Like, are you just trying to steal the technology? Are you trying to get them back into space? I mean, that's a good point. I feel like, one, it could be trying to understand their technology because maybe we could utilize it in some way. Yeah. We could, like, understand if they have a language barrier, trying to understand the language and, like, understand what they might be talking about. I don't know how that would work. I'm not a scientist. Not my job. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, and then, three, also, if you get it up and running, maybe you can communicate with, like, the motherland. <laughs> See, and now, now looking back on it, like, sorry, this was in the previous couple events ago. I wonder if you're an astronaut, can you not orbit a certain direction over Area Fifty One because of that? That's a good point. Like, because they didn't like them taking photos of it, so like, are you not supposed to like go around it in orbit? Yeah. Well, I'm like astronauts from other countries how are they gonna enforce that right it's like you're not gonna shoot down a spaceship who didn't know i mean i guess i wouldn't be surprised if we did but yeah it's like what okay so it looks like this next one has a little bit of something september 8th 1994 the u.s air force issues a report stating that the wreckage recovered in roswell new mexico in july 1947 it's often referred as the roswell incident consisted of smashed of balloons, sensors, and radar reflectors from a classified government project called Project Mogul. Hmm. So it looks like another country was probably trying to spy on Area 51. Or was it the aliens? <laughs> you know, it's it's weird to think about this, but like way past our time in like 2200 or something when like we're dead. <laughs> um... What if, like, it's possible that there could be galactic wars instead of world wars? It could be. It's like Star Wars stuff. Yeah, or like Star Trek. Or Star Trek, yeah. Ooh, that's creepy. Yeah, Um, hopefully it's not an issue we have to deal with. Not my problem, right? (laughs) Right, we already got COVID, just keep us out of it. (laughs) Give us a break. (laughs) Alright, moving to January 30th, 1996. The U.S. President Bill Clinton signs a presidential determination exempting the Air Force's operating location near Groom Lake, Nevada, from any federal, state, interstate, or local hazardous or solid waste laws that might require disclosure of classified information concerning that location to unauthorized persons. So the president knows what's in there? (laughs) It is sketchy. I wonder if, like... Presidents after him knew about it, like George Bush, Barack Obama, Donald Trump. 
I mean, they have to know. Yeah, they would. I wonder if there's ever going to be a president that like doesn't say anything during their campaign, and then they just expose it once they're president. That would be mean. Right. I don't know. Like, I've thought about it. See, I could never get like enough votes to become president, but. Just imagine, like, you campaign on one thing, and then you're just like, ha-ha, I expose all the government secrets. <laughs> right. Dang. And, and Hopefully the, no one in the government is listening to right now. Yeah. <laughs> if, if Jolie and I are dead, you know why. <laughs> <laughs> um, but seriously, though, like, I've... That would be stressful as a president. <laughs> is that why they get gray hair so easily? <laughs> Like, they're not just carrying the country on their shoulders. They're, like, carrying the weight of all these secrets. Right, that nobody knows about. A <laughs> new world order. <clears throat> um, <laughs> moving on to March 6th, 1996. So a couple months after U.S. President Bill Clinton signed that, a citizen suit between former employees at Area 51 and the Department of Defense is filed. The former employees alleged violations of Resource Conservation and Recovery Act in the storage, treatment, and disposal of hazardous waste at the operating location near Groom Lake. So, they are dumping stuff in the lake? What? That's what it sounds like. They're disposing hazardous waste near Groom Lake. like. Okay, well, kids, for summer break, do not go to Groom Lake, because if you jump in there, you might come out glowing. Yeah, you might become an alien. Yeah. And then we'll have you on the podcast. (laughs) Yes. So maybe go jump in so we can have an alien guest. Take one for the team, Jimmy. (laughs) Okay. um, And then April 2000. I wasn't born yet. So close. Oh, here we go. A Russian-built satellite reveals views of Area 51. Oh? So, Russia knows about it. And that's weird, because Russia's, like, not an ally of us at all. Yeah, no. So, like, I guess that brings back to my spaceship question, is, our sat- it looks like satellites can orbit around it, so I, like, don't see why astronauts couldn't. Yeah. And did the Russians, I want to know, did the Russians, like, release what they found? I don't know. We'll have to interview Vladimir Putin and see. Yeah. Um, oh, and here's another <laughs> presidential thing. September 2003, George W. Bush signs a memoriam, a memoriam, there we go, to the Environmental Protection Agency. I find that it is a paramount interest of the United States to exempt the United States Air Force operating locations near Groom Lake, Nevada, from any applicable requirement for the disclosure to unauthorized persons of classified information concerning that operating location. So George W. Bush also has something to do with it. What are they hiding? It's it's an Air Force base. What is so classified there? Yeah, like, it's not like we're going to have a civil war again. It's not like... The whole Abraham Lincoln deal. Yeah. I'm curious. Um, it looks like in 2005, then, an act was requested by Dr. Jeffrey T. Richelson, who was at the Una- or the Washington University National Security Archive, and it looks like he was requesting information about a YouTube reconnaissance pro- program. It doesn't say if 
it was honored or not. But tested it. Right. And then in then May seventeenth in twenty eleven, Ann Jacobson's book, Area fifty one, an uncensored history of America's top secret military base is published. So now I'm gonna look up to see if she's still alive. <laughs> Annie oh Jacobson. God. I don't want to read that book now. Do we still have access to that book or did did they censor it? Uh looks like it's probably still up. Yeah, it's still up. If you um, read that let us know. Yeah, I it looks like she is still alive, so they haven't took her out. <laughs> That's good. Um she is fifty three years old and um I wonder if she was just interested in it ever since, you know, she was a child. Yeah. So Well she probably grew up with all that going on. She I mean, if I was a kid it would have piqued my interest a little bit, like Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> interest here we are yeah and now we're, we're having a whole episode about it <laughs> um and then in 2012 funding for the advanced aerospace threat identification program okay hang on before we start quit making these programs so freaking long um the pentagon's <laughs> secret ufo office ends the or ends sorry the pentagon's secret ufo office and why did they have a pentagon secret ufo office when did that happen? In 2012. <laughs> well, it ended or it started? It ended. I didn't even know it when it started. <laughs> hey, they're hiding things. They had a secret UFO office we didn't even know about. So I bet, okay, th- this is what I'm thinking right now. They didn't need a secret UFO office because these aliens are friendly to them. Why don't they share? I don't know. They're like children. They don't like to share. Um, and then in 2013, the CIA published, publishes declassified documents, which acknowledged for the first time that Area 51 is a secret U.S. military site. Okay. And, like, didn't we not already know that? Oh, wait, the documents claim the site's secret status was a way to keep information from the Soviets, rather than to cover up an alien encounter. Okay, so is that, like, the story we're going with? Did I cover it from the Soviets? (laughs) Hmm. I don't know, man. Seems convenient to me. Hmm. That is odd. That's very odd. Um. So, December eighth, twenty thirteen. Of course, another president's involved. Barack Obama becomes the first president to use the f- phrase "Area Fifty One" in public while honoring the actress Shirley MacLaine, who has long been vocal about her interest and belief in the UFOs. In the UFOs. Um. Okay, so Barack Obama's, like, on the hunt for it. Yeah. And then wouldn't in, we know the secrets? Maybe. And then in 2014, in appearance on ABC's Jimmy Kimmel Live, Clinton jokes that while he was president, he asked aides to investigate what the government knew about UFOs in Area 51. He says, first I had to go look at the records on Area 51 to make sure there was no alien down there. Well. Hmm. Was there? I didn't say, I guess. And that's it's that's kind of weird for a president to say. Like, if it's classified and you bring it up like that? Yeah, unless they told him to. They were like, hey, if you say this, people won't take it seriously. Well, they were wrong, because here we are. Yeah, we're still talking. <laughs> oh, and then it gets even better. On Jimmy Kimmel Live, two years later, 
Presidential candidate Hillary Clinton says if elected, she would open government files on any explained aerial phenomenon bearing any threats to national security. Okay, now wait a minute. This, this brings this up. You know how when Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton were facing each other, Russia was framed for being a part of the election? Yeah. Russia knew about Area 51. And Hillary's like, okay, well, let's um, open this to the public. And then Russia interferes, possibly, in our election. That's a little fishy. That's very fishy. Wow. Okay. The fact that she was so open about that. Like, she literally said that. Right? That was was a risky thing to say. Hmm. Like, we're not even done with these events, and, like... I think yeah. I'm I just believe that there's aliens now at this point. Yeah. <laughs> now, July eleventh, twenty nineteen, this was last year. Oh <laughs> okay, God. this is where the memes start. More than one one point five million people say they will attend a Facebook event titled Storm Area fifty one, they can't stop us all. Pledging to raid Area fifty one in a quest to see them aliens. <laughs> oh my god, yes. I if I was not a struggling college student, I would have gone. <laughs> I did hear um, that the hotels around Area 51 in September, they were all booked. Yeah. Like, ugh. I wonder if 1.5 million people did show up, like, would they be able to stop all... I mean, of course they would probably use missiles and everything, but would you really use that on your own citizens like that? You probably would. Yeah, I, I guess... Yeah, no, I wouldn't be surprised. It's a civil war. But you would think, even if they used missiles, like, yeah, a lot of people are going to die, but at least maybe a group of, like, 50 people might make it in. Yeah. Those memes were great, though. People saying, like, when I get my alien, here's what we're going to go do first, and I was like, so wholesome. (laughs) Those were the funniest things ever. Yes. Um, And it looks like July 12th, the day after this happened, an air... Air Force spokesperson says government officials are aware of the Facebook event and they're, oh, an an open training range for U.S. Air Force and would discourage anyone from trying to come into the area. The U.S. Air Force always stands ready to protect America and its assets. Wow. Wow. Uh, It looks like they got a little nervous after seeing that event on Facebook. (laughs) I mean, I would be nervous, too, not gonna lie. It's like, whoa. Yeah, like, wait, 1.5 million people might come and kill us? <laughs> I mean, think about it. Like, these people are the people that believe in aliens, and, let's be honest, probably nerds. No offense to anyone. I stan you. But, like, nerds are committed. Right. They would commit. So... And then it looks like the following month, there was an alien stock festival celebrating aliens. And it looks like they were celebrating the event that will take place from September 19th to the 22nd in Nevada. And it was announced. So then it moves on to August 20th, and it says officials in Lincoln County, Nevada, vote to pre-sign an emergency declaration in preparation for the visitors. Oh my gosh. This is insane, and it gets even weirder. September 10th, 2019, organizers cancel Alien Stock, saying critical infrastructure needed was not provided for this festival. Instead, people are encouraged to attend the Area 51 celebration in Las Vegas. 
And then they all cancel. Right. And then it looks like we got two more events and I'll just cover these two last two quickly. September tw- or September 10th, 2019, two Dutch men were arrested in the Nevada National Security Site near Area 51. The men tell police that they saw no trespassing signs but wanted to take a look at the facility. They later pled guilty to trespassing and illegal parking. Illegal parking. Wow. I'm surprised they, like, didn't have better security. They just, like, almost, they saw it? So, like, what? Yeah. Did they expect, like, the no trespassing signs to stop people? Like, oh, wow, a sign. Oh, my gosh. Good thing I can't read. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder what the sign says. Who knows? (laughs) And then the last event, September 20th, the day that was supposed to be the raid, 200 people show up outside the gates of Area 51 for the quote-unquote raid on the facility. Two people are arrested, there was one alcohol-related arrest, and a Canadian citizen is arrested for indecent exposure. One woman comes close to crossing and is briefly detained and released at the scene. Dang. People committed, I mean. Right. So... Now, after all of those events, it's like, here. here's what I think should happen is, I think how we're going to find out what's in really in Area 51 is I think a presidential candidate will finally expose Area 51. Um, I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm hoping. But also, I could see them hiding it for a while. I think if we want to expose what's in Area 51, we need to go undercover um, become scientists, so change our majors. Um, <laughs> at Area 51. Then boom. So, Jolie and I are going to be changing our majors, and this is going to be a long experiment. <laughs> yes, we will update you guys in like 10 years. Um, <laughs> the next, tomorrow, they, you just see mugshots of Jolie and I. <laughs> They like they find some reason to arrest us, so then they can make us sign something. Be like, you can't do this. <laughs> but I'm not really that committed. I'm too lazy. Guys. Yeah, no, I I don't I couldn't do that either. So my question to you, Jolie, I think I already know your answer is: Do you believe that Area 51 is hiding something? Why or why not? 100 percent yes. They have been working too hard to protect whatever is in that facility for it to be just a military base. I don't believe that. Something is in there they're trying to hide. Okay. See, I'm going to believe it because... See, it believed, I started believing it when uh, Hillary Clinton said they were going to expose it, and then there was rumors that Russia interfered in our election, because Russia knew about it. So I'm going to believe it for that sole fact right there. That's like a... I didn't know about that until today. That's insane to me. Right. So... Hopefully, maybe in the next few months, maybe in the next few years, we know a lot more, and then we look back on this podcast laughing because there was aliens and there wasn't aliens, but I guess we'll have to see. Now, next week, we're going to have two co-hosts, Jolie and Andrew, are going to be on here, and we're going to be talking about the Mandela effect. I'm so excited. So that that's always been a very popular conspiracy theory, and I think Andrew, Jolie, and I are all excited to talk about it. Yes. All right, so that'll do it for today's episode. My name is Brandon Muting. I'm Jolie Peel. And we will see you guys next week.